0: Welcome to Holy Cray Podcast, your dose of holistic healing. I am your host, Cray, giving you a platform where you can speak your truth, be authentic of your own self, no judgment, but love and belongingness and sense of gratitude. Let's all grow together, not only physically, but inwardly. This platform encourages you to really explore that healing within embodying your authenticity and as we all heal together we collectively heal our generation ahead of us may this platform fill up your soul's desire gratefully crave Hi, everyone. How are you doing today? How is your week so far? Welcome back to Holy Grace Podcast. And I appreciate you for taking your time to have your dose of holistic healing. And in today's episode is really special because our guest today is someone that I look up to so much that I've been following throughout her journey for the past two or three years. Well, I think it was more of like in the mid start of my dance journey, which was on 2019. She's grown so much she aged gracefully and I appreciate her for sharing her energy with me today and she's she's one of the dancers that really inspired me to keep going regardless of what my background or what am I as a being and just enjoy myself and embody my authenticity I saw her through Instagram like I said which was two or three years ago and she was pole dancing and at that time when I saw her doing it I was like wow if she can do it then i can do it too dancing on heels is a lot of challenge a lot of muscle coordination a lot of strength to really stand still for the next hour and a half in class and with her at her age she's 58 years old and gracefully giving out her energy in there that regardless of what your age, regardless of where you're at in life, as long as you love what you're doing, it's like you've never worked in the day of your life. What I love about her is throughout her career and being a marine scientist, she still found her way back into dance. It wasn't really her passion, but yes, it was her dream job, but never was that fire that ignites her inside. And it is dance for her. She started pole dancing again and found her way back in LA and pursued her career in events. In this episode, Paula shared some of the experiences that she've had being a woman of her age in the industry where there's a lot of competitiveness, a lot of image appearance dominating industry that she has to pave way and created her own table in the industry for her to showcase what she got. And I really... Really am excited for you guys to hear what are the mental struggles or the mental exercise that she has to go through that really resonates with me so much because at my age, I still resonate with her on what she went through. There are so many tips that she shared to us and how you can really be consistent with your journey and how this dance give out that energy, that feeling, that is so incomparable with anything else that you can't find in your job, in your career. But when you're doing something that you're passionate about, it really is gonna keep you going. on so much more. So let's just get started and let's hear from Paula Ayot. Oh
1: my gosh. As I was as I was doing the bio for you and it was like just a short bio. But yeah. because I'm 58 now, <laughs> sometimes it's hard for me to boil it all down. So I'm 58. I'm currently um I've returned to pursuing dance professionally. Mm. I was a dancer in my 20s, back in the 80s. And then I got into corporate consulting. And then I was a marine scientist in Hawaii for 17 years. then I moved back to LA to pursue dance professionally. And it turns out I can do it. (laughs) Though I found I've been able to book a lot of other types of jobs that I didn't even imagine before. Commercials and Mm -hmm. background work or just... I don't know being in music videos mm-hmm. modeling um yeah so yeah and now uh i just told cray that i started i am just signed up for acting classes so now yes. get
0: congratulations Woo. Yeah. so i feel like you know for, okay i would say i don't really see age age is just a number for me but the soul i feel like the soul is thriving for you the moment i saw cool you pole enough. dancing The moment I saw your post on Instagram, I was like, whoa like I want to be like her like that's what I thought about you like I want to be like you when you reach that age like 58 come on and you're like pursuing your passion you're pursuing acting now from like dancing to acting it's just like so many avenues that you're really doing right now so what pushed you what really pushed you to give up your career did you ever give up or is is there any like aha moment for you that oh I'm just gonna go pursue dancing or acting career Instead of being a scientist.
1: I think I've had several aha moments. I didn't grow up with any type of idea of what I wanted to do or what I wanted Mm. to be. I think I wanted to be a zookeeper when I was super young, but never thought of going to college or doing anything. And my parents, I think, were just worried about my older brothers. And so they never pushed me to do anything. But I started dancing in my late teens, Mm -hmm. just going out dancing. Um, and then taking classes and moving to LA to pursue dance. Mm. But I think back then in my 20s, I knew I wanted to be successful at it, but I think I wasn't very confident right. about myself, feeling like I wasn't thin enough, feeling like I didn't fit into any mold. But I'll say one of the things, and I think I have always, I don't say gone for things, but not been too afraid of doing different things. Because mm. I was never given like a structure by my parents. I know there's a yeah. lot of people that grow up where their parents oh are gosh. like, you have to go to pharmacy school. Yes. You need to be my parents weren't like them, that at Paula.
0: all. I'm one of them,
1: I'd, See, I wasn't. My parents are just like, That's oh, you're amazing. not in jail. Like, We're not even paying attention to you. Which is, I mean, there's a thing, like going to college, I didn't have any idea how to do mm. that because my parents didn't go. Mm. So there wasn't that pressure. But on the other hand, I feel like it gave me a lot of freedom to just be like, Explore. okay, what do yes. Right. So when I, when I was dancing in LA in my twenties, I don't think I was very confident about mm. myself. Um, and I was able to book some work, but I think there was still, I wasn't working as much as I wanted to. And I don't know if I shared this with you, or I think I shared on one of my posts, but my parents died when I was 27. They died in a car accident. Mm. And I think that was one of the things that really, probably the main thing that made me stop and go, life right. is short. Like you have no idea when it's going to end. It yeah. can be gone. So why not just go for things? Right. And so after that, I was I was able to continue working, but that just always stuck with me. Like how short life is. There's no guarantees. And I booked some decent jobs after that, but I think Mm -hmm. once I just got into my thirties, it was a little bit, it was just harder to get booked jobs and, you know, Mm -hmm. pay for rent or pay for food. So I fell in, I fell into a corporate consulting job, just like part-time temporary. Yeah. And the next thing I know, it's like nine years later, I'm doing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Good job. Great people, great benefits, Mm -hmm. you know, very comfortable. But I just wasn't that interested in it. It was like, meh. And then I think at that time I was living, I had a roommate, like my best friend, and he moved out. Mm -hmm. And it was just a point in my life where I went, well, I'm not really, there's no reason for me to stay here. There's no reason for me to stay in LA or to stay in this job. I can do anything now. I was just so comfortable. Yeah. And I don't I can't I'm trying to remember like what inspired me I think I was just for several years at my job going like this is you feel like it was
0: more of like a routine
1: it was okay but I'm just like I'm just not that interested it's like Mm. it's like employee benefits and it just didn't move me and at that point I was scuba diving Mm. and I love the ocean I love like all my vacations all my money went to going on vacation to go scuba diving so at that point when my roommate moved out I went This could be my chance. Like, you have no reason, you know, to stay here, move to Hawaii. And originally, it was just like, move to Hawaii and do something, like be a dive master, find something. Yeah. And then I thought I should be a little bit practical. I'm going to go back to school. Yeah. And get a degree in brain science, even though I, what I told myself then was like, you're no good at math or science, but do it anyway. So yeah. quit my job, moved to Hawaii, didn't know anybody there, got into UH Hilo and just started, you know, was terrified. <laughs> wow. Cause at that point I was I was 39, thought I would be horrible, but it ended up after a couple of months, I figured out like, oh, my professors really like me because I'm interested mm-hmm. and I'm really, I'm committed. Mm-hmm. And it was a small school, so I was able to get on all these research projects, doing mm-hmm. these super cool things, going diving. Yeah. And then once I graduated, I got this great job where I got to go out to sea, like, one to three months out of the year, scuba diving in these yeah. amazing places. And so to me, that was my dream. That was like a dream job. Mm-hmm. I, I had been pole dancing a little bit just to, like, stay in shape and to get a little bit of dance in. I started Mm -hmm. in Hawaii and it was super fun. I really love the strength aspect of it and the sexiness aspect and the dance aspect and just was doing it for fun. But then I found out, I think it was in 2016, one of my dance mentors from LA passed Mm -hmm. away and he was somebody that I had danced with for 10 years. Um, And it was like, you know, when I was in LA doing his style of dance, which was like Mm -hmm. very lyrical, very emotive. That was like Mm -hmm. my favorite thing in the world. And when he passed away, I was just so filled with regret uh. that I hadn't kept up my dancing, yeah. that I hadn't been taking his classes when I came back to LA. Yeah. And it ended up at his memorial, they had some of us get up on stage, some of us mm-hmm. veterans, the older dancers, mm-hmm. and dance with some of the younger dancers. And when I did that, I just being on stage again,
0: yeah,
1: I just it just struck me like, I want to dance again and I want to perform again. Yeah. Like what a waste of time, you know. Doug died, he was 62. Yeah. Like why am I not doing what I love?
0: Yeah. I mean, I
1: did the diving and that that part of my dream job, but I really want to dance again.
0: I feel like every pivot or every shift that you go on with your life, it will always draw you back to dancing. And that mm-hmm. moment when you reconnected with your old instructor that kind of like opened your heart. Like, oh my gosh, like I should be doing this. So it's, it was more yeah. of like your biggest aha. I should still do this. Is there any type of feeling that you've had that, oh, it's too late for me to do this? Or, oh, I'm too old for me to do this. Or is it um, kind of something that still hold you in the back of your head that, wow, why now?
1: Well, Well, sure. So when I went to this, when I went to his memorial Mm. and it was like, I really want to dance again. I want to perform again. But I thought, how can I do this? You Mm. know, I'm at that point, I think I was 56. Like, how would I ever get on stage? It just would never happen because I'm too old and I haven't been dancing. Um, And my pole dance teacher had talked about competing Mm -hmm. in pole dance. And and I thought I could do that when yeah. you compete you don't have to audition they have to yeah. let you do it yes and they have different age categories and I'm like that's and I thought at that point that's the only way I can ever get on stage yeah. is by competing in something because they have to take me.
0: Yeah that's <laughs> so kind of signed- like you finding your your way to perform in a very, I would say it's like a scratch on the surface for what you are doing right now. It's more of yeah. a, an opportunity to really start it off again. And pole right. dancing.
1: I, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I I just, I didn't think there were any opportunities in dance. I didn't really yeah. think about it, like seriously. <sighs> but I thought there's no way, you know, I'm in my 50s. So when I competed, you know, was training for that. And then yeah. the competition was in L.A., And while I was in L.A. and I had come early to train, my pole dance teacher said, you should come to this audition this weekend. And I went, you know, for what? She's like, it's for FKA Twigs. It's for a shoe commercial. And I thought, there's no, like, this is stupid. I haven't auditioned in 25 years. I'm not going to go. And it wasn't until the morning of the audition that I actually decided to go. Wow. You know, I was like, I don't have a resume. I don't have a picture. I had like a picture on my phone. So I just showed up. Oh. And I was just like, I'm just going to see people, yeah. you know, I'll just get to visit with people. Yeah. And um, so for me, it wasn't like back in my twenties, I wasn't scared. I wasn't nervous. I was just like, yeah. I'm just going to do stuff from my poll competition routine. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it was hours and hours. And when I finally walked in the room, there were just a few of us and twigs was there. You know, wow. the artist was there yeah. and I was so excited. I was just super goofy and just like, yeah. oh my God, this is awesome. <laughs> and so when I danced, I just had fun. Mm. Whereas, you know, if I would have done this in my 20s, I would have been all nervous and like what to do. But here I was yeah. just like, I'm just going to be all, you know, twins. Yes, it's you're just embodying and
0: it. Yeah. It's like, let me
1: just, and I performed to her and she was smiling at me and I ended up booking it.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Can I just say you were so authentic showing up. It was so well, and, authentic and
1: organic. But, and that's, and that's what kind of shifted for me. I kind of thought it was a fluke. Yeah. But I also realized like, she did not, sh- I felt like she saw me.
0: Like yeah. I walked in as
1: me and she saw me and she appreciated it. She wasn't, she didn't have on her list of things to do. I want you know, an older woman with silver in her hair, but yeah. she saw me and she went, Oh, and so that was a huge shift for me. Yeah. Like by being, being myself, being authentic, that's what people want. So my idea of, Oh, I'm not young enough. I'm not whatever type enough, not pretty enough, not thin whatever. That's not what it's about. It's, it was about being me. And I think that was the little, like, kind of twinkling of, maybe maybe this can happen.
0: And that really Um, pushed you more to to train more. Yeah, to
1: start dancing more. At that point, I don't think I really, really thought, like, oh, I'm going to get back to this. But it was in the back of my mind. Like, I did that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, I just worked with all these. And there were a bunch of, she had contemporary dancers and voguers and crumpers.
0: Yeah.
1: And... I was blown. I was like, I can't believe I just worked with all of these amazing people.
0: Yeah, I'm. I just want to say, like, it, you just really inspired me so much to be authentic of who I am, because like in dance. I don't have a dance background and I just started dancing two years ago and mm-hmm. I had the same thing like it was more of oh let me try this new thing it's like it's more of like, it makes me happy and it, it really heals me inside one thing that I see about you is when you dance you dance with your emotion and I always see in your in your movement like the story that you portray so what was that biggest breakthrough with dance for you? Like that really shifted your whole self throughout this journey?
1: I will say, so in like rewinding way back to mm-hmm. when I danced with my dance mentor, his name was Doug Caldwell. And his class is very lyrical and very emotive. And it was very much about expression. Mm. And his class was like therapy for me. Yeah. You know, once I once I learned how to break through the like okay i'm okay with showing my emotion and it was his class he was just able to get that out of his students but his class for me became a kind of therapy so like when my parents died when i was going through like horrible breakups or something in my life was happening i would go to class and a lot of times it would be something that was just like this Mm gut-wrenching like You just pulled from your soul. And I'd be in class and I'd be crying. And it was such a release. And so for me to go, like, oh, my dance isn't just about how I look or if I'm even technically that great, it's about the expression, it's about going here's who I am. Here's the emotion. And, and I found that people connected with that. They appreciated being able to see it because it's real. Like you can be perfect and have these, you know, incredible legs going everywhere. Yes. But I think people connect to like genuine emotion coming out. And so I've always had, that's how I've always wanted to dance yeah. is to convey that and it just comes
0: out it's so natural like honestly it's so natural with you when you dance I can really feel it I I see as a a storyteller and no matter of just like showing your emotions with your facials With your movement and and when i see with Galen hooks uh dancing and your workshops that really that made me cry i'm gonna be honest with that video yeah i (laughs) felt it i really felt it i i want to know what is your what is your advice for people who are aspiring dancers who can't really tap into that emotions what is your secret or, or something that you really put in the back of your head when you dance how do you like really express authentically with your emotions
1: i think now you know it has been a lot of practice but when i dance a lot of times depending on what it is sometimes mm. if i'm learning something kind of a newer style like i'm still getting more comfortable with hip-hop and things yes, like that me too <laughs> but when it when it's simpler choreography or yeah. stuff like with galen like i have a story going on yeah. in my head like i think one of the routines we did was the i love you And it was very simple and as I listened to the music, it just took me back. And I think I connected that to my parents dying and like, mm-hmm. and I had a whole story with it. Like, Oh, like, you know, I want to be able to say this to them, but if I say it, I want to yeah. take it back because as soon as I say it, then they're gone. Yeah, You know, and being able to tap into this emotion, to tie it to something, yeah. you know, maybe that something that you're working through a lot of times when there's something traumatic going on, like yeah. there is right now with COVID, I tied a lot to that with, with loneliness, with yeah. feeling helpless, you know, t- with whatever's going on in your life. And with mm. the dance, you know, thinking of those things and, and trying to connect it. Yeah. And I think what's difficult sometimes for people is, I, I call it like the wall is to let that show to come out. Yeah. Because people are afraid. I've heard that. I've heard, I've it's heard so true. Um, people say, it's like, I'm afraid of what will happen if I let it out.
0: Yeah,
1: And it's like, but, but letting it out actually is this huge release and you feel better.
0: Yeah. And yeah. for me, I
1: think, you know, and, and people connect to it and somebody might go, wow, I was feeling the same way. Yeah. You know, that really helped me. So, so I think of those great. things.
0: Yeah, I, I want to know, like, have you ever felt you've compared yourself in, in your journey with other younger, you know, dancers out there or whoever around you? And how did this really help you to really go far ahead of these people? Oh my right gosh, now?
1: definitely, definitely. I feel like we talk, I talk about that all the time, comparison. Mm. Like, what do they say? Comparison is the thief of joy. Way yes you can never be like someone else mm-hmm. um, and when i when i first started getting back into dance especially being here and coming to la mm-hmm. where it's you know coming from hawaii where you don't wear makeup doesn't matter what you look like how yeah. you drive what clothes you're wearing i was really afraid to come to la to go like i don't even know how to wear makeup anymore what do yeah. i you know do i need to get the big lashes what do i do <laughs> um And then, like, some of the first jobs that I booked, you know, I was like, oh, now they're going to just, like, plaster on the makeup and make Mm -hmm. me look really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they were always like, oh, no, that looks pretty good. We're just going to, like, touch it up a little bit. (sighs) And I realized that it wasn't about all of that. Yeah. And actually, for me, being older, I realized instead of going, like, I need to try to look younger. I need to Mm -hmm. look a certain way. Like these younger people, like I don't. And that's a huge relief for me to go, even though I still compare myself to younger Mm -hmm. dancers. Now it's less about the way I look because I'm embracing how I look at my age because that makes me different.
0: Exactly. You stand
1: out. Yes. Yes. It used to be terrifying to walk into a class and be by far the oldest one there. And now I go, that's great. I want to be the oldest one there because yeah. now they're not expecting me to dance that great yeah <laughs> and so when I do decently they're like oh okay but I wish I had felt that way when I was in my 20s
0: yes I was gonna ask in class. you about that yeah
1: I was so insecure mm. so insecure about how I looked I was felt like I was too heavy mm. which I probably was not at all and if I had just embraced who I was mm then I probably would have worked more, I would have felt a lot better. But there was that constant comparison. Luckily there wasn't yeah. social media then. Because yeah. I think it would have been really
0: Way hard. harder. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh.
1: That's like But what I is try your... to I, I, I was going to say I, I and then I I do my best to tell people that are younger, like, yeah. don't compare yourself. Like just be you because everyone is so unique and they have something incredibly special to give that nobody else has. And if you try to hide that to be somebody else, it's not interesting. Exactly. And you're like you're like holding on to your gift. You don't know what it is. Like everyone that I've seen dance, like in these intensives of Galen Hook books or the dance class, everybody is so special. And if they just embrace that,
0: like it's beautiful. That's like, I was gonna ask you about that. What is your advice for younger people who feel like they tend to compare their journeys especially like in a very competitive dancing world especially in LA what is your uptake with have you ever felt that with the dancers around you having that energy Mm -hmm. of comparison
1: oh for sure for sure and when I was younger I mean I've said I'm so glad I'm doing this in my 50s and not Mm in my 20s now Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I walk into a class or something you know and there's hundreds of beautiful girls with makeup and hair and in that outfit, but that's not even always it. I Mm -hmm. see, you know, for for the younger girls, you know, ones that look different who aren't wearing all the makeup, but they're dancing or just, there's something about them that's different. It's like embrace that, embrace that difference. And if you feel like you aren't good enough or you don't look a certain way, like like you are what you are in that exact moment Mm -hmm. and that's beautiful. So just embrace it. You know, if you walk into a classroom and you're like, I don't look a certain way, but this is just who I am, or I don't dance a certain way, you know, it's just, well, you're on a journey at some point, you know, you're learning. Of course, you're not going to be perfect yet. Exactly, exactly. That's why you're in class. So just just enjoy it. Enjoy the process of learning Mm -hmm. and of dancing.
0: Mm -hmm. I appreciate that because I feel like everybody's caught up with the ego's perception of I'm better than her. Oh, she's better than me. I need to do better. It's like that where you hit, you said not feeling good enough. I've had that before where I feel like oh yeah, I went through this, my first ever audition um, before COVID with someone who just danced for a year and a half. And I went inside feeling a little like my nervousness through the roof because I don't have to dance background. All these professional dancers inside this room. I'm like, what am I doing here? But my intention was to really, okay, I'm going to be there. Just be me. I'm just going to be really just experience this. If I'm not gonna get it in, it's okay. It's it's gonna yeah. it's it's okay. It's at least experience that competitive energy. And when they called my name, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's it was incredible. It was like my first ever. And yeah, she's a, a upcoming Bay Area artist, and I I have never felt so rewarded with how I feel. And I seen you you thriving in anywhere you go and at your age, it just inspires me more to keep going. You know how much you are doing right now is giving a lot of permission to other women who feel insecure about themselves to where they at, to how they look, and you're really embodying the authenticity. That's why I love having you in my channel and also talk about this. For for just a question for about your family or like anybody, do you have any strong support or support around you that you feel like you also took it away from them from you to keep going in this journey? Like, is that a major factor with you, how you are thriving right now?
1: I say it's mostly like I have you know my parents aren't living anymore I have three older brothers but they're they live far away we don't communicate on a regular basis you know the people closest to me when I made my decision to go back were people that I work with as a marine scientist you know people but people that knew me pretty well you know being out to sea living with them 24 7 for three months at a time and they were all super supportive
0: Yeah. And
1: that's the thing. Sometimes I, sometimes I go, I, you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and do a lot of personal development work. And they're always saying, you know, no matter who puts you down or who says you can't do it, you just have to stay with it. But I haven't had that happen. Everybody's been like, Oh, you're going to go dance. That's great.
0: Wow. So
1: everyone has been really supportive of me, which is amazing. And then the people, like people that I look up to, or I wouldn't even imagine, you know, these intensive Galen hooks, like she was so supportive of me and it blew me away. Like me, really? (laughs) Or, um, you know, some choreographers that I've met that were Mm. really supportive and I just, it just blew me away. Yeah. So that to me has been, and so then I've been able to take it for myself to go, okay, Mm. I can do this. Mm. And then when I, it's like a, this great feedback loop. And then when I hear from other women, like from you mm. or older women who want to come back to dance, when yeah. they say, you really inspired me, it's me going. Cause there are times yeah. when I feel like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I don't know if I should, but then I take yeah. it away from myself and I think, okay, it's not just for me. I now guess, I'm doing it for them because exactly. I told them they can keep going <laughs> so so yes. I can keep going.
0: You, you're really giving that. You're giving that so much permission to the people of your age too, and not only mm. you with me, to really, hey, keep doing what you love and pursue it with your pursue your passion. And you're going to get there. You're going to get there. You're going to enjoy your life. And, and you're going to really embody who you are. And like, I want to share your story to my mom too. She she oh. has, yeah, she has a, she has a, a baller do background. It. But I feel like she she has so many insecurities to go back to dancing. So it's, I, I've heard that a lot from older uh, women. Um, yeah.
1: But it's just go back, like your story of going to the audition and just yeah. going, I want to do my best. Yeah. And doing that and having fun. And yeah. I look at it now, because like you said, you know, I've you've only been doing it for a year and a half. Yeah. Like I something when I was in a class, and it was really hard. I feel like I'm the slowest to pick up choreography. Mm-hmm. I'm always behind. I'm sure mm-hmm. there are other people, but I only see the people that get it. Mm-hmm. But something in class clicked with me because I was like, this is so hard for me. It seems mm-hmm. like everybody else is getting it. And then something clicked and I went, well, I've only been coming, I've only come back for a year now, exactly. so of course I'm rusty. And then I felt like, you know what? I'm the one who's getting the most out of this class. I'm getting more than anyone else Wow! because it's so much harder for me. So when yeah. I get it, even if I don't get all of it, when I get some of the steps, I've learned so much more. I got my money's worth.
0: Ooh. Wow, you just nailed what I wanted you to say because that is something for everyone who is feeling defeated in
1: class. It's Because if you go in, that's a thing we all see on Instagram okay. or whatever. Everybody does this perfect whatever. one time. Yeah,
0: it's, but it's just not, meant it's, it's a process. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, the uncomfortability, yeah. the uncomfortable feeling. I feel like everybody should savor that because you're getting challenged. It's just meant you're moving up. You're moving up from your comfort zone. If you were
1: getting it, and if it was easy for you, then like, why are you paying money? Mm -hmm. Then it's just an exercise class, you know? (laughs) And I always, and I think too, being older, like I'm almost 60, Mm -hmm. this is like, it's good for your brain when you're older to challenge it. So I'm like Alzheimer's. (laughs) Yeah. It's helping to battle that because you want to keep your brain like struggling. It's a struggle mm. to remember the choreography, but that's mm. that's a good workout for your brain.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So even better that. for older people to dance. Tell your mom that.
0: Yeah, I will. Because <laughs> she's, she's afraid to come in a class and then like. what if I don't get the steps what if like you know it's never too late I know someone who does this for a living and like come on I don't get that there's so many times I don't get it and
1: I just now I just laugh at myself I work really hard (laughs) I used to cry I used to literally turn my face away so people couldn't see Mm -hmm. me cry but now I'm like I'm just trying really hard maybe this level's too hard for me but I'm gonna keep pushing myself and even if I get half the steps I'll be happy
0: yeah, I love that. So I saw this article about a woman who started learning ballet and then she she came back at the age of 62 and and it's so enriching how I see, you know, everyone who is bringing their power back through dance. I saw that with you too. There's a remarkable twist from your career being a marine scientist to now a dancer and now pursuing acting. You talk about the mental, you know, the mental work that you've had. How is that for you in this journey? In the back of it, oh, I should be coming back to a career that is like stable enough or should I be just pursuing this no. continuously?
1: <laughs> because,
0: because also, I mean, I think as I've
1: shifted several times, I was a yeah. dancer for 10 years, then I got into corporate consulting for 10 years, then I was a marine scientist for 15 years, back to mm-hmm. dancing. And most of that time, I did not make a ton of money. Mm -hmm. I've never made huge amounts. I'm going to,
0: Mm -hmm. when I get my Mm -hmm. series, Mm -hmm. I
1: will, but I found that I can live. I don't need a lot of money to live. You know, I can eat well. I can take care of myself. I don't need that money, which gives me a lot of freedom. There's at no point do I go, Oh, I want to go back to a career. What I think of is like, is this going to stay interesting for me? How do I keep pivoting? How do I keep doing what I love the most that mm-hmm. can be the biggest inspiration to other people?
0: Yes.
1: Not how can I make the money? I know that I can yes. and because I was pretty smart
0: <laughs> along yeah. my journey
1: and kept saving money, yeah, you know, putting money into retirement. I at yes. least have that going pretty well mm-hmm. so I don't have to worry too much, mm-hmm. but I don't ever think, Oh, I'm going to quit. And just get a job because I don't even know what I would do at this point
0: yeah yeah so you're more of really savoring this time of your life that you're doing what you love most and that is really enriching your soul you're just really fulfilling that that life that you envisioned that was you back then when you were 21 and now you're just coming back to reconnecting to what you are really passionate about most I want to know what is your advice for your 21 year old, 21 year old self back then, now that you're doing this full time?
1: Well, I wish I, and I don't know that there's any way to say to somebody, just have confidence in yourself. I would have told myself to put myself out there more. I think I got a little safe, you know, taking the dance classes. Like I had to take more and more and more and more, you know, I would take eight, 10, 12, 15 dance classes a week. Because mm-hmm. I felt like I have to get, keep getting better and better and better. Yeah. And at some point, it's like, you're not keep getting better and better. You know, you just go, you get better and then you go like this. Yeah. It's like, well, put yourself out there. Like, go to more auditions or, or try for more. But even the auditions I did go to a lot, They when, when people look at you, when people who are casting look at you, they know that you don't believe in yourself.
0: Yeah. And so...
1: I would have said because most a lot of my work now is not just about the dance; it's about believing in myself. So I would have said, "Do what it takes to be more confident, to believe it, to be more confident, and to believe in yourself more." Whether that's you know reading books, you know back then it wasn't as much as as it was now, as it yeah. is now, yeah. with like self help and personal growth, meditation. Yeah. I would have just encouraged her and said, "You can do this. Just even if you have to fake it, like." fake that confidence in yourself, believe that you can get those jobs. Cause I, I think they can see when you come in and you're like, well, I know they're better than me. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think when I went to auditions and and went to things that that's kind of what my being was. Mm -hmm. And now I walk in and I'm like, it's not that I think I'm the best, but I say, this is me. This is who I am. I'm just showing you who I am. Mm -hmm. And either you want that for your job or you don't, but I have to show you exactly who I am. And even if you don't think you want me for the job, maybe you do. So let me show you what I can do.
0: Yes. Wow. That's, that's so beautiful. What, um <laughs> what you just said there is it's so true. The energy doesn't lie. People can tell mm-hmm. when you are feeling really uneasy and insecure about yourself when you're not there for a reason. You're 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 there to show up for who you are but not to compare yourself. You're there right. to showcase who you are. I love how you said that. I'm here to show you what I got and if you think you don't need me but actually I'm going to show you what I got. So it's kind of like that energy. It, I exactly.
1: And now when I do auditions sometimes it can be scary but then I think of it like oh this is fun especially doing commercial auditions where you just walk in and it's not dance. It's something else. And you go like, this is a game. I wonder what it is that they want. Now I'm in mean, it. Like, can I dress the part? Can I look the part? Can I, you know, act the part? And it's, to me, it's like a game. Like, let me see if I can figure out exactly what they're looking for
0: yeah.
1: and then I'll try to finish that mold. But if they want, you know, somebody that's totally, if they want a super tall woman who's blonde, yeah and whatever it's not going to be me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but maybe it is you know Mm
0: -hmm. so what is your biggest advice for any aspiring dancers out there who wanted to pursue it professionally like what is that like big thing that you've really learned so far in this journey of yours what is that one thing that could help them really not stop and not feel defeated if they didn't go through in the first edition they've ever been to or any challenges that they would face in this industry
1: I think one of the biggest things to do is decide that you're going to do it, make that decision and then put yourself a hundred percent behind it. It might be that you do need to work another job. Mm -hmm. Like when I was in my twenties, I had to do that, Mm -hmm. but it's deciding I'm going to dance and I'm going to do this professionally. I'm going to give it my everything and then work to make that happen. What does it take? Take the right classes, do the right intensives with people like Galen who can teach you so much about what it takes to be in the industry. Mm-hmm. It's not just taking all the classes, it's not just posting the super cool Instagram video. Mm-hmm. Some of that is, but if you're going to do that you have to know how to how to Work do through. your social media. Yes. Right. And don't get ca- always get caught up in just I have to take all the dance classes to be a certain level.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and and the working on yourself. Working on yourself. Like if you don't have that confidence, that's okay. If you're afraid that's okay. It's doing it despite the fear. Because that's yeah. how you gain the confidence. Yeah. And just keep going. If you're younger, if you're in your 20s, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Because yeah. you have a lot of I don't have that much competition, yeah. <laughs> especially as a dancer.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna
1: say it's I feel like it's actually easier for me because there's yeah. not as high expectations and there's not as many people. But mm. if you're younger, you have a lot more competition. So you have to just be really strong in your belief that this is what you want to do. And then you put yourself a hundred, hundred percent behind it, do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to get where you want to go. Don't get distracted by these other things. Try not to get too distracted by Instagram or TikTok. Yes and doing all your work for that. Yeah. Cuz that might get you a lot of followers. Yeah. And you might be able to monetize that. But as far as, you know, deciding what is it you want to do? Decide, you know, do I want to be on a TV show? Do I want yeah. to go on tour with somebody? Like good luck with that for another year or two I don't see that happening anytime yeah. soon but if you see a lot of these artists are using dancers in their video the weekend used what 200 guys mm-hmm. that got flown to Florida now I heard I don't know how much they got paid mm-hmm. but that was 200 dancers wow. backing him wow. so you know or these other award shows where it might mm-hmm. be Doja Cat it might be Ariana it might be whoever yeah. And they're hiring people. So, Galen says this all this time being smart about it, you know, really finding out what it takes. Yeah. And then just going for it and don't expect to get your first audition. Don't expect to get an agent right away. Yeah. Expect to You know, if you're going to try for site, it's not going to be the first time. It might be 10, 20, 30 submissions or auditions before you book anything.
0: Right, right. Dance for you. How did it really pivot you throughout your life? So what is the ultimate meaning of dance for you? What is the meaning
1: of dance? Wow. I don't think anyone's asked me that. I mean, they Mm. asked me, what does it mean? And I just, it's like, it's, it's kind of everything. Mm. it's it's funny okay though right when you just said that something new that just popped into my head is like sometimes it's a love-hate relationship because Mm. I love doing it but sometimes as confident as I come across sometimes I I don't want to say I hate the way I do it Mm. but I'm always striving to do better and to do more at it so it can be it's a relationship for me that takes a lot of work oh my gosh Craig this is like this is what I'm just realizing talking to you yeah. Even though I love it, sometimes yeah. I have this unhealthy attachment to it, where my expectations for it are too high. Mm. So it's the letting go and just going, okay, you're you're being a little too intense about it. Maybe you need to step away, and then you come back when you can really enjoy it. Dance is my dance is my boy. Yeah. I don't, I don't,
0: Honestly, dance for me is it's the same for me. It's, it's an avenue for me to really release and to heal and and to be like whoever I wanted to be. Like when I dance, I just let it go. Like you said, it's more of letting go and then just be on the floor and... and be who you are yeah it's hard sometimes with a choreography but when you fully embody that it's just like powerful there's something about dancing on heels for me it's just really enriching my soul I yes. don't know like it, if 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 it felt the same way with you too oh yeah. for sure for yeah.
1: sure I miss it a lot because I don't do it as much yeah at home because the heels scratch the floor and then there's <laughs> you know there's the heels. And then there's pole dance in the like eight-inch stilettos. That's a whole different different
0: level. level. That's a different level.
1: But but same thing. That sense of power or or sensuality that you get. It's so there's there's just no feeling like it. I like you don't get this in yoga, Pilates, Mm, working out, anything else. Like a connection with dance. For me
0: and i think a lot of people yes it is i feel like it's tapping into your feminine divine energy that's how i that's yeah. how i see it like i open your heart chakra out and then when you dance you just really flow you flow with the yes. movement and with your energy, with your emotions. So it's just more of like, I love that about it. It's like you're so you really embody the authenticity that I'm I'm seeing myself now in your future. So it's like I will never stop dancing. So with you just affirming that, it's like oh I can still do this at this point of my life. So it's like you're really giving a lot of inspiration and impact to women who are younger. Who just really wanted to dance because there's a different form of healing for them and i really appreciate you so much for being here thank you (laughs) it's
1: ageless because my plan is to keep dancing until 70s 80s 90s even if all i can do is sit in a chair and move my arm because of what it brings
0: yeah yeah you know i can see my mom doing that To just like really release, release. Yes. Thank you so much, Paula. Is there anything, any event that you're going to go through or anywhere that we're going to see you out anytime soon? Social media handles for everyone to connect with you more and see Um, your journey. Right
1: now, mostly what I'm on, I did start TikTok, but I just, I don't have, I haven't had the patience for that. So that's (laughs) to me kind of like, meh. Yeah. Most of my stuff is Instagram. Yeah. And that's just at. Paula Ayotte mm-hmm. on Instagram. And I th- I'm Paula Ayotte on um, Facebook, too. Yeah. Paula, A-Y-O-T-T-E. Yeah. Sometimes there's sometimes there might be a little bit more on Facebook because I can connect stories. Like, mm-hmm. there was just a Hawaii news channel that put, did something on me a couple of months oh. ago, and I just connected that to Facebook. But it didn't get on Instagram. So, yeah, so yeah nothing coming up. I did do a commercial here. I don't know where it's going to show, but hopefully... Who knows where I'll
0: show up? I'm excited <laughs> to see that. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. You know, it's so lovely to see your journey from the moment, like you know, when I saw your video, and now you're you you grew oh, so thank much. You. From the moment I saw you a year ago, and no, not even a year ago, two years ago, I think I've seen you two years ago. I followed you two years ago, and I've seen so much growth, Paula. so much, so you. inspiring. So thank you so much for saying yes to this interview. I Here. really
1: appreciate you. Welcome. If I could just say one last thing, because yes. sometimes I forget how much growth there is. Mm-hmm. That growth for me, and I it, i don't always post this on social media. It's not yeah. like, look at Paula. She's doing great, 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 great. Yeah. So many times it's like, I'm doing great. And then I'm like, what am I doing? I'm so sad. I'm depressed. I don't know what I'm doing. And then it goes back up. And then it goes down. Like, well, I haven't had a job in a month and a half. I don't know what I'm doing. So know that in your journey, it's not just going to be like you start and then Langer. you take off. It's, yes, there are gonna be ups and downs. Yes, and that's exactly how it should be. So, yeah. but they sometimes I have to remember.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. That honestly, it, that's so true. It's like it's never linear. Anyway, in any type of journey, it's right. never linear. It's always going to be highs and lows, but honoring all of them will really help you to your destination. Thank you. If you love this episode, please rate and subscribe down below if you're using an Apple podcast. and If you're using Spotify, please download this episode. It will really help me grow and reach more people. Let me know what is your takeaway, if it relates with you, with your life, or not only through dance, but in the things that you do that could make you grow or whatever journey that you're going into. Dances teaches us life and I felt like with dance it really helped me heal it helped me to connect with so many women that really empowers my soul and I hope to hear from you soon tag me when you're tuning in on your stories and follow us all of the social media handles that you need is going to be on the description down below thank you so much guys also a reminder I do offer Reiki services which is an energy healing or an energy work you want to realign and really open up more of your creativity book a session with me and you can check it on my website which is a www.hollycrae.com. and our our collection which is the abundance and grateful collection is on sale it's 30% off so use abundance 55 and it's going to end this month so go ahead and check it in my bio and go shop have a good day gratefully cray.